Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It's Two Dudes in a Kitchen with Tyler Florence and Wells Adams, an iHeartRadio podcast. Well, I'm excited about today's episode. Um, we have someone who has been a part of television for a very long time in the cooking world. Devin Alexander, she is best known for having spent a decade as the chef of the TV franchise, The Biggest Loser. Do you watch that show? I did. I don't think it's on anymore, but she's great. She's a great writer. Yeah. Her unique approach to healthy cooking and her own motivational story of maintaining a 70-pound weight loss cemented her as the media expert for the decadence without consequence for over two decades. She's appeared on so many different shows. Today's show, Good Morning America, Dr. Phil, The View, Rachel Ray, and definitely probably the peak of her media experience now coming on Two Dudes in a Kitchen. Let's bring in Devin and talk to her about some food. Well, welcome into Two Dudes in a Kitchen, Devin. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? We're excited. We're uh, pumped to talk to you. I mean, you've been doing this for a very long time, part of a huge television franchise. So I got to start with how did your passion for cooking begin? Well, I had two Italian grandmothers who sat me on the kitchen counter and let me cook with them and ended up gaining way too much weight. I joke that they helped me get fat. Um, and by the time I was 15, I weighed 200 pounds. So really took to the kitchen myself to make all those amazing foods, but healthier so that I could feel great and energized. Yeah. It's hard to turn down the manja, manja, manja in the kitchen from the Nona's, I, I think. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. So, so walk me through that. Cause I, I think that's really interesting from a cultural perspective that everybody you know, feels proud to be connected to, you know, where their ancestors came from, specifically around food. Like I grew up in the South. Um, so I grew up in South Carolina. So that's a, and you know, Wells knows what I'm talking about. It's a lot of like fried chicken and grits and cornbread and things that can, can be overtly, you know, unhealthy for you. And now I, you know, I have a, an interesting perspective on that stuff now. Cause I, I, when I get into it, I do get into it, but it's something I enjoy occasionally. Um, but tell me about how Italian food, you felt like that was sort of a trigger in your life to go from, okay, this is really, really delicious stuff to um, now I have a sort of a weight issue I got to worry about too, especially at the age of 15. That must have been hard. 
Well, I was super picked on and it was at a time where the obesity epidemic wasn't what it is today, which is, I guess, good and bad. But basically I, I just kept trying dieting and I knew that I was never going to be able to stick to one <laughs> and, um, and I was never going to be able to give up my Italian faves or chocolate. So I just worked with my grandmother and took her recipes and used leaner cuts of meat and then really played around with like, even I put, which people cringe when they first hear it, but then when they taste it, they're like, oh my God, like I put oats in meatballs um because it adds fiber to them instead of breadcrumbs like you know you need something to bulk it up and if you're literally i had a chef when i had a restaurant on royal caribbean like this super renowned chef was like you put oatmeal in meatballs and i'm like well it's not like a bowl of oatmeal <laughs> it's like right. oats. so um you know I, and just in playing with that and then i realized that i was able to make things like chorizo and i mean i know that's not italian but another thing like i loved meaty pizzas and sausage and all that yeah. kind of stuff and when you suddenly can make them over and what i do for people with diabetes now is you know swap things out so that crusts are made out of almond flour and things so whatever someone's challenges just really focusing on what the cravings are and then being able to eat them and fortunately i did this before my grandmother who really taught me the most passed so her recipes taste exactly like her recipes even though they're lighter i love that i have gotten into a lot of different fad diets recently i realized that i've got a little bit of an issue with with gluten and so i've been trying like you know the the paleo or the keto like what are your thoughts on all these fad diets right now well, I think that if you're the kind of person who can stick to a diet, that's great. I mean, most people can't. So, and all diets, I believe, work if you stick to them. So if I were coaching somebody who was trying to be more gluten-free, I would just take the dishes you currently love and show you how to make them gluten-free. So you don't have to go on a diet. You just sort of pivot a little. Mm -hmm. For people who want to lose weight but still enjoy their food, that they love. I guess you just kind of answered that, but like, what is, what are some tricks that people can do to still enjoy amazing food, but like not uh, feel so bad about what they're eating? Well, literally it's all about swaps. And honestly, like the media drives me a little nuts because they want me to whittle down, like just put, you know, substitute applesauce for egg whites. But like when I make brownies, for instance, I do that as like a key tip, but then I add espresso powder to richen the chocolate flavor. And, you know, you have to really play, like I, I take out some of the flour and add more chocolate cocoa powder. And, you know, again, because gluten comes into play, like what works and what doesn't, there's amazing fibers that you can add to desserts to add more fiber that are natural, like derivatives of like oats and barley and things like that. So there's just so many things you can do. And I guess you need me <laughs> um, or somebody who feels like, play I mean, even for example, you know, people will say use egg whites on breading and then you get those cartons of hundred percent liquid egg whites. And if you've ever poured them, you know, they're like thin as milk, but then eggs are much more viscous. So you have to be really careful that you don't just make these substitutions because then that's what, that's what your brownies are going to be like. They're going to be these like either over watery or over mushy or over whatever. So it, it really is a lot of trial and error. But as I said, like if you're just looking to go gluten-free, it's like playing with some of the gluten-free flours in the recipes you already love is the most successful way to do it. So your your journey as a cookbook writer, um, but, you know, having three New York Times best-selling books, I mean, it's hard enough to get one much less three, um, and really becoming an icon for a lot of people at, at home. 
Um, what, what, do you, what do you tell people in their kitchen? Like, where do they start, right? They start sort of reorganizing their pantry. Do they start with their flavor palette? Do they start with your book? I think that's probably a really good place to start. Uh, but tell me, like, you know, I've, I've got some weight issues. You know, 2023, this is the year I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to start cooking healthy for myself. Like, where do they begin? Well, first of all, you're one of my heroes. So for you to have said all of that, you just made my life. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> but um, I think I'm just in a blur of what you even asked. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're, we're having a great conversation. Welcome to Dudes in the Kitchen. We're happy to have you. I think you're awesome. You know, yeah. diet and exercise and health are like by far, in a way, the biggest selling cookbooks of all time. And then you being on top of that list, like that, that's monumental. Right. Like I, I'm actually a big fan of yours. I mean, I think honestly, it's like the fact that I really lived this, like I did weigh 200 pounds and I like, I'm very public about the fact that like, I was not a model. I did not like kale from the womb. And like, I hated vegetables as a kid. Like I really believed I had so much messaging around you spit out your pea baby food and then couple that with, you know, it's only been in the last decade or maybe two that people are feeding their kids fresh vegetables from farmer's markets. So like, I believe that I didn't like healthy food. I believe that I only like chocolate and meatballs and all sorts of things that I wasn't supposed to like. So I had to work really hard. And then I also surprised people when I went out to eat because while I still, I don't love every vegetable. So that makes me more passionate when I'm working with parents to help their kids. And I, I think it's just, I have such a huge passion because I was so brutally picked on as a kid. And I, oh. um, I mean, I, I literally, like, I can't even imagine if social media was what it is today, because at least at three o'clock when I went home, like nobody was calling my family house, going through my parents to pick on me more, you know? Yeah. So I think I really, and that's sort of what's had me pivot more recently too, into really teaching parents that. You can get your kids to have fun about veg around vegetables. And I want people to stop telling their kids they're picky and labeling them in any way. And I play, I think you probably know, but I've been playing all of these super quirky games like celery Brussels golf with kids, um, where I literally take celery stalks and Brussels sprouts and they're the golf clubs and balls and get a real mini golf thing and then set up courses and get kids to play. And like, they wind up eating celery. Like, it's uh -huh. like, don't eat that, just play with it. And then they wind up eating it. So it, it's, I have this weird, quirky, creative mind um, with the passion that I think came across in my books and is coming across now in my kid's book too. Okay. And I, I definitely want to talk about that for sure. And and, and I first just want to share a story about my own kids because I, I have teenagers. I have a 15-year-old son and a 14-year-old daughter. And my daughter's not as bad because uh, she, she's a little more kind of aware and conscious about what she's putting in her body. But our 15-year-old boy... Like, and he, he's an athlete, like he plays football and, and we'll go up into his room and I don't even know where he gets his stuff from. Honestly, he, he's got like a little mini credit card and he's got like an electric bike. So after school, he just kind of rides on the neighborhood. So I, but I, I think he stops off and he just starts stacking up on snacks because his room is filled with like Dr. Pepper cans and potato chip bags. I'm like, brother, where are you getting all this stuff? So my, my question to you is like, do, do you think it, it's it's such an uphill battle to, to not necessarily to, cause you, you're not really convincing parents that they should do something about it. It's convincing the child that, that, you know, over your own particular palate pleasure, it's just what you're eating is just bad for you. 
right? It's just unhealthy. And you're going to uh, ultimately suffer some sort of consequences down the road, you know, mm-hmm. with kind of what you're eating. How do you, how do you encourage kids to even think about, because sometimes they can't see the future, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, and you see so many kids like diabetes, especially teenage diabetes is skyrocketing so high. Like if there's a switch or a button or a conversation you can have with a teenager and say, listen, I know this stuff tastes good and I get it. And it does. But if you look at your body on a molecular level or cellular level, you, you're just you're, you're just doing yourself a, a big huge disservice early in your in your life versus versus being super healthy. Like what what do you say to teenagers? Well, I try to to your point keep it in the health zone and never talk about body and weight. And yeah. it sounds like that's exactly what you're talking about. And then I don't know if you're familiar with the sugar proof kids, but there's a doctor um, from Children's Hospital who wrote this whole book about like what sugar does to your brain. So some people on my pages think that I have my daughter on a diet and I don't. The only thing that I really restrict is sugar and color, like anything bright red um, or any of those bright colors and in a pure form. So like she can have a cupcake if people are having cupcakes, like no problem. But like jelly beans, please keep the jelly beans away from my jelly bean. Ironically, is what I call my daughter on social media. So no jelly beans for jelly bean. Yeah. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. I got to ask because you know I come from the reality TV world and a uh, huge fan of The Biggest Loser. You spent a decade on that show. I, I got to know, what was it like working on that show? Oh, my God. Um, in so many ways, it was absolutely such an amazing blessing. And for the contestants, it was I actually feel like they were the sacrificial lambs. What people don't know is the diet that was written by the doctor and then the books that I wrote were sub- were basically supported 
people being able to eat what they wanted based on the doctor's diet, they were the number one diets, according to US News and World Report for years. years. Um, but people look at the show and they think that's not what I mean, like, it's such a, you know, like extreme thing. And you have to think of Biggest Loser as Survivor. Um, that had diet guidelines, but just like on Survivor, they don't brush their teeth for 30 days and half of them come home with cavities, half of them have liver issues, half of them. But because Biggest Loser was this crazy anomaly where, or dichotomy, I should say, where it's like they're going for health and then they're also trying to win a competition. And honestly, like they even had to have some of the weigh-ins at the end trick the contestants into thinking that they were later than they were going to be because people were like ready to go on IVs and stuff to win the million dollars. So it was really interesting. But the coolest thing that I think that came out of the show that no one can deny, in my opinion, is that so many people prior to Biggest Loser thought that everything's genetic. And while there is a genetic component, and it's absolutely true that some people have a tougher time, um, women on the whole have a tougher time. But we saw, I mean, one season there were 50 people from 50 states and everybody lost weight. And like, I think that year, nine of the contestants lost 50% of their body weight. So I think, it helped, yeah, I think it helped people at home say, okay, there's something that I can do about this. And then Tyler, going back to your question about the kids, I mean, that is like, I encourage people to start as young as possible, really teaching their children the various components, like you need proteins for muscles and you need various things. And it's like, is that sugar going to make you feel yucky or is it going to make you feel good? And, and even making fun experiences around vegetables. So like, did you ever look in kids' play kitchens? Most of them are like ice cream and cupcakes and things like that. And then we wonder why when they have this green thing on their plate that they've never seen in their fun kitchen, they're opposed to it. So I think it's a 360 thing. But, you know, by the time you get to teenagers talking about the sugar thing, if they're, you know, you might be able to think better in school, you might not get jitters, you might not, you know, all of those different health things. Um, and then, of course, addressing diabetes. And but I think sort of anything that you can talk about that they can see in real time, like, why don't we not have sugar this? Like, why don't we not have any soda this week and see if school's easier? Things like that. Because mm -hmm. If they really go cold turkey off of it, if they're willing for a week, they will see a difference. My 15-year-old son, he was complaining of chronic heartburn. And we actually went to the extreme of, of having a prescription written for him by his pediatrician for uh, acid reflux. And it turns out it was just like the salt and the potato chips and the sugar and, and the sodas. But he was sort of, because it's weird too, because we don't really have that in the house. Um, but he was, so he was like, going out after school, buying stuff, putting his backpack and then sort of squirreling it away in his room. And then we kind of have these, like find these like empty cans and empty, uh, uh, you know, chip bags and things like that. And it was really kind of causing him, you know, pain. He'd wake up in the middle of the night. It's like, dad, I had this like awful heartburn and we're on Prilosec and all these sort of like adult medications for things. And it just turns out it was just his diet. So I, I think it's such a positive influence uh, to be able to, you know, encourage kids to, especially if they're having issues like, you know, uh, staying connected, um, hyperactivity uh, disorder, you know, like, like th th things that feel like on some level, diet plays a part in all of that, just becoming better and more streamlined where they're just more level kids on a regular basis. Well, and I think that ADHD is completely 
overdiagnosed right now. And I mean, I don't want to take a, like, I don't want to be disrespectful to anybody who does have a child with ADHD because there are plenty who actually do, but I seriously welcome any parent who has never tried taking their child off sugar for as long as possible. And when I say take off sugar, it's like, read your salad dressing bottles. Those poppy seed dressings have like 10 grams of sugar, you know, just be really cautious and see if they have an easier time. Because as I said, like there is legitimate ADHD and my daughter (laughs) is like a different child. Like she is a joy bug when she is not eating a lot of sugar, when she's on a good diet, when she's eating avocados and salmon and things like that. And she might've done some things that I can't mention nationally (laughs) Um, when she has had as much as like a giant s'mores (laughs) and literally to the point that the babysitter and I were like, who is this child? And then like, that's what happened. So it's, you know, like setting those boundaries and really testing before you go and to your point, put your kids on medications. Yeah. I mean, and, and so as adults, right? I mean, you know, I, I think everybody can take a look at a plate of healthy food and a plate of unhealthy food and make a conscious decision of where you want to go. And 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 sometimes it's day by day. Listen, as a chef who travels around all the time, um, and I, I'm hosting the Great Food Truck Race right now. So literally uh, two days ago, uh, we were on set and one of our food trucks was parked next to this taco truck. And you know what I got off the truck? A bone marrow taco. Oh, Wow. And it was amazing. And I'm, I'm like, it's got cheese and corn tortillas and I'm dunking it in broth and I ate it and I licked my fingers and it was so incredibly delicious. I don't eat like that all the time. Right. So I, but I, I think as adults, we always kind of make these decisions and you know, it's like you can make every, it, there's consequences, but I think a lot of, you know, teenagers and kids specifically just don't really have that much intel on what diet does to your body, or maybe even have the awareness of what what the cause and effect of a healthy diet can be. So I, I think more than, you know, as parents, I think we have to guide our children to what healthy food looks and feels like, because it's really not so much about what it tastes, but how it makes you feel, which is the most important thing. I mean, it really is. There's a lot of taste components too. And so the book that I've just released is The Land of Secret Superpowers Vegetables. And yes. So it basically teaches kids that spinach makes them strong, like we know from Popeye, and carrots make their eyes see well, and avocados give you energy to dance all night long. And so it it shows you both where the vegetables are harvested and then also that they do these things for their they for your body that kind of maybe even meet beat your mom in a race or your, you know, get tall like your dad. And then kids buy in. And honestly, like we just did this giant launch party and there was a little girl whose mom was like, I don't think you want me to come. Like my daughter has been in OT twice a week for a year, just trying to get her to touch a vegetable. She was literally eating like Trader Joe's waffles and things like that. Never even had fruit. And she has started eating them. So I think a lot of it is that. And like little Jelly Bean knows that she does get fast. Like she runs into preschool faster when she's eating her her thing. So I think it's all, you know, it's, it's a 180. And again, like I'm not, there's no dieting and there's, I just encourage people not to go on diets because I actually lost weight when I stopped dieting, not when I was on a diet. That's amazing. Yeah. It's all lifestyle, right? I mean, even Wells, I mean, you're in great shape. Like what what is your diet looking like on a regular basis? I run five miles every day so I can eat whatever I want. And that is not, I know that's not the, the answer, but that is what I do because but I will say this though, I did, I did some tests, some blood work, and all that kind of stuff. When we re, kind of honed in on like what my my issues were, 
Uh, that was much more like an inflammation thing with your stomach. But once you figure out like what your bugaboos are and you're able to kind of cut those out or figure out, like you said, how to replace those things in your diet or in your cooking, things just get a lot easier and a lot more fun. But I will say I, I have done the cut the sugar thing out and that has been very, very helpful. The only scary thing is that sometimes you'll get like a piece of cake or something that has a bunch of sugar you didn't know. And then all of a sudden you balloon up. Why you should just eat what you cook, I suppose. Well, I mean, in part, but I do. I mean, I know people have to live a lifestyle. And that was the other thing. Like when I was dieting, I was actually really, I mean, I came from eating disorder and that whole thing because I really wanted to lose weight. And I mean, that's the beauty. It's like if you, when I go out, I know how to eat healthy now, even if it's not the healthiest place, like obviously avoiding fried foods, except unless that's your indulgent thing. And then I teach people how to work in the occasional fried foods. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. it's really, you know, one of my friends goes places and he's struggling and he'll eat mac and cheese at some weird event that, you know, the mac. I'm like, save that for like, when you go to a really nice place, you know, but, um, eat, you know, lean meat or whatever at a place that's just kind of like, and then, and then do the indulgences when, you know, like if I take a bite of a chocolate cake and it's really good, like I'll have a small piece, but, and I also won't have two glasses of wine and three pieces of bread back to back with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, if it's not great, I'm like, why would I even want to eat that? Cause I can go home and make something so much better. So just even flipping that mentality can make a big difference. Yeah. And if you've got kids out there, they need to go pick up the book, The Land of Secret Superpowers, Vegetables. It came out just recently, like a couple of months ago. Where can people go grab it? Um, It's most places where books are sold, Amazon, Walmart.com, Target.com. Um, and I have a platform called Fit Mom Fit Kids underscore on Instagram, where I give lots of really fun advice and games to parents to get their kids started on the right track early. And then on DevinAlexander.com, I'm open to all who want me to answer their health woes. <laughs> Well, Devin, thank you so much for being on Two Dudes in a Kitchen. Your story is incredibly inspirational. Um, your daughter is a cutie pie, that's for sure. <laughs> and, 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 uh, and she was apple. eating an apple. Thank I God. know. Oh, <laughs> that was well done. And she rolled it with a candy bar. I'm like, I don't know if I believe all this. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. Nice job. All right, Devin, thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Take care. Great to talk to you. Take care. You too. She's awesome, man. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to 
bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. It's so important to get your kids eating the right things. And I feel like I wasn't raised that way, but like now I see like my sister's kids and my brother's kids and they've all, they're all eating so much healthier and it's such a better way to grow up. I feel like. Yeah. And especially if you get a little older, like I'm going to be 52 next month. Right. And so your metabolism starts to slow down a lot and you really have to think about the pendulum swing. Right. So if you really like chocolate, you got to really like running shoes. Right. And so, you know, kind of staying in the middle watching what you eat on a regular basis. I try to fast. That's sort of my, you know, my clutch thing that I do for myself every day. I'm one meal a day. Um, so I'll eat between like six and eight o'clock at night and then we literally won't eat anything. Um, I'll have coffee and I'll have water all day long, uh, but that's about it. So that's kind of what I do, but, um, but, uh, but to maintain my, my blood sugar, um, which is really important. And then uh, just to maintain kind of a healthy lifestyle. I think that's the most important message. It's just sort of like, don't get on a yo-yo diet. Right. Don't diet. Just sort of kind of move into like a lifestyle where you feel like, okay, now I've I found where I can I can enjoy myself uh, when I want to. But for the most of the time, I'm kind of eating for fuel. Right. I eat really, really good food. But I I want to eat for fuel first and then think about, you know, the really great glass of wine when it's a great glass of wine or think about that really delicious food when it's really going to count. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, it's uh, it was good to talk to you about healthy because I feel like we do talk about kind of like indulgent and delicious and delectable food a lot. And I, it's good that we need we need to talk about healthy food, too. You know? Yeah, we're talking about ribs and queso. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> we're the yo-yo. This show is the yo-yo. We're the yo-yo. We're the yo-yo. <laughs> All right, dude. All right, buddy. All right. Take care. See you next week. Man. See you, bud. Thanks. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Two Dudes in a Kitchen. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. <laughs> we'll take that and we'll see you guys next time. See you next time. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. 
offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule. You'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.